Welcome in on this Friday as we are counting down the minutes until the Rose Bowl. New Year's Day. Thanks for being with us. And, you know, we've been sitting around for about a month now waiting for this game. And it's the weekend of the game. And uh, and we extend it out to Monday. Thanks for being with us here. Excited to talk about Michigan and Alabama coming up. You know, we're talking about Michigan all year long. I think about, you know, going back to the summer and, you know, how the team's going to be and making all the predictions of the team and the players and everything else. And then uh, here we are, it's all come together on this Friday. And now we just have to, just have to wait till Monday at five o'clock, the haze in the barn and got to wait for them to see how they're going to do out there. Going to talk all about the Rose Bowl, I've got some questions that I am going to ask and answer, as always. So if you want to get involved, you can. If you are watching this live, of course, if you're, you know, watching this after the fact or listening to it on the podcast, you know that we are here live. And when we are, we do take your feedback. So just know that. Uh, we'll start with some news and notes with the Wolverines. There's some stuff, you know, even though the game, and, you know, you may just be sitting around. It's It was part of what I was thinking of today when I was walking around. I was like, man, like, uh, am I really going to be able to make it until Monday? <laughs> just, you know, like, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for the game, you know, right now. And then, you know, there, but there's a few things that, you know, but there's other games, of course. And there's, there's actually some other Michigan things. Like, if you just like totally Michigan, which uh, is understandable. Some people are just only Michigan all the time, which, you know, is also – understandable. I like people that are all Michigan all the time. So the other news, so Michigan, the transfer portal is out there. There's some players that Michigan was interested in, like Damani Jackson, who's going to Alabama. And then, you know, there's others that they have been able to bring in, like the linebacker, Jay Sean Barnum, last week. It was actually on, on signing day that Michigan was able to secure a commitment from the uh, highly touted uh, Maryland linebacker. That was some good news. And then was it yesterday or the, or the day before Michigan is able to bring in an, an offensive line transfer, a guard in Josh Preby, who was at Northwestern and was all big 10 third team started 12 games at left guard for the Wildcats. And, he put that tweet out saying he was committed and he's excited for the next chapter. So Michigan has got a pair of players committed out of the transfer portal. And we knew that they had done so well last year when it came down to the portal. So, you know, that is some good news. Meanwhile, you know, you, you, you get some and then you lose some and the NCAA transfer portal, the freshman corner, Cam Calhoun has announced that he is out uh, of um, Ann Arbor and is headed to the portal. And, you know, he was the one of the pair of uh, highly touted corners in last year's class, the 23 class, along with Jair Hill. But, you know, I say that and DJ Waller, who was also in last year's class, he got a lot more run. He might've got more run than any of the, of the corners. And so maybe that's it. It's going to happen. Uh, you know, you don't like that too, but uh, it's a reality and it does happen. Meanwhile, uh, Joey Velasquez makes as much news for 
playing in baseball in college that he did uh, football. And I had him down as a, as a 19, but you know, I guess he had another year and, you know, he's uh, uh, bouncing to see, you know, if he can get some PT somewhere or whatever, best of luck to both of those guys when it comes down to the uh, transfer portal and uh, what's going on. You know, Richard, I don't want to, I don't want to make this sound like it's um, negative, but all year long, he's been talking about Michigan being 15 and all. I mean, he is one, one track mind. He has made sure that he has pointed out that Michigan is on their way to 15 and oh, and you know, here they said 13 and oh, uh, Richard, you're, you're there. And it, it could be happening. Like you say, you know, Christmas is coming on. Hope you had a great um, Christmas, but we're into the holiday season, you know, with the new year coming on full steam ahead. You want to know what's going on with Michigan still time this year to give yourself a great gift. The gift of the maize and blue review. You want to know what the latest is with the transfer portal. What's going on with the team practice, uh, anything going on there on the basketball side as well. Well, that's why you join up with the Maize and Blue Review today. You go to michigan.rivals.com. And if you're somebody that's just like, I want Michigan all the time, all day, all night, I uh, I don't care about anything else. Well, then, you know, the Maize and Blue Review is for you. Exactly. It was made for you. Why would I answer a potential when it comes through and it says potential spam? No, thanks. You know, I was answering, you know, let's say potential spam and I would pick up and then they would be like, uh, there'd be nobody there. And so I would start carrying out a conversation or telling them, if, you know, whatever. And then, you know, my wife is saying, what's well, probably, you know, don't do that. It's probably like AI picking up your voice and then they're going to like AI can find they can find uh, my voice pretty easily. It's all around. But, you know, I don't know. That got me sidetracked a little bit. All right, some other news and notes before I get to some questions about Michigan. And if you have any, fire away. Uh, I'll ask, I'll answer any questions that you have about this game. You got anything to say about it, anything you're wondering about it, you want me to talk about, go ahead and put it up there, and uh, we will get to it. We've had some fun uh, out there. You see uh, Saban and, and Harbaugh over there at Disney, Disneyland. A lot of smiles, happiest place on earth, uh, you know, taking it in. Those guys were in a look, floats in a, a parade, it looked like. And and then yesterday, the, the Tide players were asked about watching film, and they said that they have set aside their tablets and are watching film in groups. And this is um, related to, you know, Michigan and Harbaugh being suspended during the year. And, uh, and all of that. And then, then you had to, uh, ask yourself if this is, uh, any big deal. What's this? Oh my gosh. Are, are we really talking about this heading into the Rose Bowl? Yeah. You were going to guess what on uh, Monday, they'll be talking about it as well. I'm watching all the bowl games and you know what they do when they, they get to halftime, they, they talk about, um, you know, that situation and <laughs> they'll be doing it on Monday too. But, uh, you know, you knew that. 
Uh, and as far as though this was created on the Alabama side, you say, what's Nick Saban? Is, you know, is he pulling a fast one here? He's got all those championships. Uh, you know, Nick Saban, I, I, I think they're – I think maybe uh, I think maybe two things. You know, he looked at this and and do I think he has any really um, reason to do it? I don't know. Can you ever be too safe when it comes down to you know your your cyber footprint or anything that you're putting out there or secrets online? Probably not. And maybe that was something he just thought. You know, we better you know tighten things down with all of that. Maybe. Maybe that was uh, the reason. Maybe he thought he would put it out there and, you know, just to, to rile Michigan up. And maybe Michigan's in their heads a little bit. So it's one of those three. One thing, like, um, so, uh, did I say there was two? I think it's one of those three things. Like, um, you know, you your next-door neighbor's uh, garage gets broken in, so you're like, hey, maybe I'll put an extra lock on it. Now maybe you're uh, saving, you know, doing something uh, to plant some kind of seed where, you know, he'll be able to go back later and say, oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, or it could be like, um, you know, he's in their heads a little bit. So it's really, however, I, you know, as far as Michigan goes, the players have been dealing with this. I don't think they're in, in Michigan's heads. It gave, uh, it gives the fans and the media something else to fan the flames and go back. And if you're a Michigan fan, you say, well, you know, kind of how we have talked about all year long that, you know, people are making a mountain out of a, a molehill. Or you can be on the other side, you know, and, and, and just go with anything you want and say anything you want. And it's still that kind of uh, situation. Meanwhile, today, Michigan uh, answered back. And, and J.J. McCarthy, what did he have to say? He was asked about the tablets. Oh, J.J. said today that, that Michigan ditched the tablets uh, back in November with everything that's been going on. So, you know, J.J. kind of shrugging that off. I don't know if they're you know, trying to get under uh, their skin. Whatever. You know, last uh, last time these guys are going to talk until the you know the, they're they're going to let the the play do the talking out on the field, and that's that. Now you know if you're a fan and you want to use it for some fuel, get online, fire back at some Bama fans, some Ohio State fans. That's been going on for a couple months now, and you know if you you back and forth, you know you can do that uh, as well. So. That's it. Uh, Steve is on top of the story. He's knows that Michigan is doing the same thing with with their tablets. Uh, Richard is hoping that the players are as confident in our team as he is. I think Michigan is very confident. You know, I, I was standing next to Chris Jenkins. Not was it last past Monday or the Monday before recently. And, you know, he was asked about a lot of people saying that, oh, it's, you know, it's Alabama and most of the talk being about Alabama. And, and Jenkins was like, you know, he gave an, an honest answer, uh, an, an honest answer. And it's that, yeah, you know, when it comes to the, the championships and everything that Nick Saban has, and so the, the profile of, uh, of Alabama, you know, it was understandable you know, that people are going to look at Alabama like in like they're big, bad Alabama. And they got, you know, Nick Saban as their head coach. But 
And then, this, you know, so he said that and they said, we're looking forward to going out there and showing everybody what we can do. Very kind, you know, very just like matter of fact. And it's kind of like how he delivered it. He was like, yeah, I'm paraphrasing. You know, they're going to see what kind of game we have. And, you know, Michigan's excited for that. And it's one of the questions that I've posed and I'm going to answer in just a minute or two about uh, about Michigan and, you know, why I think they're going to win. And uh, it's not that, you know, something that Jenkins said that, oh, yeah, yeah, it's because of, uh, you know, what he said. It's just overall what I have seen. But that was uh, was part of it. Andres is saying that it's going to be a great game. He's very confident in Michigan's defense. I think, you know, you should be confident in Michigan's defense. That's one of the questions I have straight ahead as well, Andres. The the former poster known as Andres, now, you know, he's into his golf thing. And this should come as no surprise. You know, Haley's Comet comes around once every 70 years, and so does Hadley. Hadley, about once every seven months, comes around. And delivers some feedback. And he says uh, he's hoping for a good 24. Well, we can really start it out with a bang, Hadley, can't we? I, I can tell you that the first day is going to set the tone for me, whether or not I'm going to have a good 24 or not. So his question is, what will the Big Ten's bowl record be this year? And I think the Bama quarterback will be our biggest issue to win this game. Your thoughts. Yeah, you know, Jalen Milrow, I think he is the he's the biggest, he's the biggest factor. Quarterback always is. He's a you know uh, a run, dual threat quarterback. Uh, Alabama really seemed to get things going, you know, after he was benched early in the season. He came back and he's got a real nice touchdown interception ratio. And, you know, he looks um every bit the part of a you know star college quarterback. So I think we're all in agreement there. You know, as far as the Big Ten, you know, I, you know, you look at Maryland and if they had Talia and they had Jay Shaw Barnum, I ended up, you know, uh, transferring to Michigan. Like, I think uh, Penn State's got a chance. I hope Ohio State loses. So, uh, but they'll probably win. I mean, it's a toss up uh, against Missouri. What I'm saying to you here is the games, you know, uh, Iowa, uh, Iowa's got a better chance now because Joe Milton has opted out of the Citrus Bowl or whatever they call it now. Uh, so, you know, I, I picked uh, I picked Iowa to uh, I definitely stay with a number. Did I pick them to win outright? I'd have to go back and look. It's on this feed in our bowl picks, but I did pick uh, Penn State. I think that with um, with both running backs ready to go for Penn state and their quarterback. They haven't had as many opt-outs, you know, I think that they'll win and, you know, but I don't think Maryland will because of all of the players that they lost. And I feel uh, I'm going to be rooting for U of M over Ohio state. That's Missouri, but that's tonight. And I think Michigan's going to win. So uh, the, as far as the overall record, I guess we'd have to go through and look exactly what that's going to be. And we'll be able to do that next year. Greg with a question that's on everybody's mind that we will get to. I don't think that Greg, a little spoiler, I, I don't think for my uh, answer to the that I have that question, I don't think it's decided yet. I don't think Jim Harbaugh is out there in Pasadena right now saying, yep, you know what? Uh, sure, hope we win the national championship, but then I'm out. I'm, uh, I'm out with the Chargers. 
do I think that he knows what he's – I think he likes the uh, attention that comes with uh, January Jim, you know, with the NFL. And uh, do I think there's a chance that he'd go to the NFL? I, I, sure, I do. I think all of that. But I don't think that it's decided yet. And let's get into those those questions, maybe burning questions. We do have some time between now and, and 5 o'clock on, on New Year's Day. Michigan is holding steady at a point and a half. I know for a lot of people, this is where their source of of confidence comes from. If Michigan was an underdog in this game, they'd say, well, you know, Vegas knows something. Uh, or when, you know, all of the money is just poured in on Alabama, you know, you look and see, you know, they they show you where the, you know, the tickets and how much money is being spent and who's betting on who. Like everyone is betting on Alabama and Vegas is still sitting there saying, okay, we're going to book this game and, you know, they're going to hold, they're, they're holding fast with Michigan. They're not dropping the line. They're just sitting back and, that could be a reason for you to feel like, hey, you know, you know, Vegas has got those fountains and those, you know, they're beautiful uh, hotels and everything for a reason, you know. So having Vegas on your side, you know, there's there's worse things to feel confident about. That's not, you know, a bad one. All right. So when it comes down to questions, I put a few out here. You can answer them. I'm going to answer them, and let's get to that first one. How do you feel about Michigan's chances in the Rose Bowl? You know, I feel I feel good about Michigan's chances. I feel good because Michigan has star players, difference makers. You know, I could run through the whole roster here, but I'll start with with J.J. McCarthy, and I'll go to, you know, Blake Corum, and I look on the outside at the receivers that they have. You know, Michigan has not just one, not just two. They have a bunch of different playmakers, and, you know, they can match fire with fire when it comes down to Alabama. And in some years past, when it would be, ooh, Alabama, you know, I'd, I'd be scared of Alabama too. You know, a couple of years ago when, when Alabama was out there and they had Mac Jones, you know, they had – Devontae Smith and they, you know, all these guys, you know, uh, NFL rugs, all these, you know, outstanding wideouts. And, you know, not that they don't have, you know, excellent players now, but they don't have the kind of talent. This isn't like the, you know, you're going to get smashed by Alabama. Michigan matches up. It doesn't matter who you're listening to. If anybody's making it sound like Michigan doesn't match up like talent wise, and, you know, maybe they're throwing some of the recruiting rankings out there. We talked about all this. Michigan was able to use name, image, and likeness this year to bring a lot of their players back, and that matched up with the kind of talent, that five-star talent that Nick Saban buys, um, that Nick Saban acquires and is able to keep around. And, and so Michigan can look them in the eye when it comes down to, you know, talent that way. So, you know, that's why – I like Michigan's chances. And you know, the other thing, and, and, and it was, uh, it was Christmas night, you know, and it, it, this can happen to me. It does happen to me. Uh, it happens on holidays. It happens to me when I'm sitting around on Thanksgiving, watching the lions, you know, you get a little sentimental and you start thinking about, you know, life and everything. And so I'm doing all that on Christmas. Uh, you know, I drop my mom off. I come home and, you know, it's late and I start watching the, the Ravens and 49ers, you know, great NFL matchup. And, and Mike McDonald's defense 
stymies the the 49ers who you know are the odds on favorite to win the Super Bowl and you know they come up with the three turnovers and you know McDonald's defense is is awesome and you know after the game I'm looking it up and I'm like is, is are the Ravens the the best defense in the NFL they have the best scoring defense in the NFL McDonald's defense and then I look and as you know in college football Michigan has the number one scoring defense. So the McDonald and his pal Minter, number one scoring defenses in the NFL and the college game. That makes me feel good. And it's one of those things where I I, uh, I just take a step back because there's a lot of people like, well, you, you, the defense, when you have the team signals, at least gets into your mind a little bit. You know, you think about it. But what Michigan has done this year, you know, take the signals and put it over here. They don't have any of that, the signals. They've done it with scheme and players, the talent and coaching acumen. That's what's happened. And, you know, so I really like, I forgot who said it, you know, I think it was Greg who was saying, you know, he really likes the Michigan defense and like, yeah, you should, that should give you a lot of confidence. Michigan's defense, the talent that they have, the scheme and, you know, if we're looking at the numbers and they have a better defense than Alabama. So, yeah, that's that's why I like Michigan's chances. I like their offense with their playmakers. I like their defense. They're number one in the country. And it's it's borne out over a couple of seasons now. The McDonald to Minter and the players that they have in this scheme. And it's not lost on me from the NFL to the college ranks. That helps. Offense, defense, and Michigan special teams. I don't know. Tommy Doman, he's a weapon. James Turner from uh, the Louisville transfer out of Celine, who, what did he pot? Uh, four field goals in the Big Ten championship game, made one against Ohio State. 50 yarders. I mean, this guy's money. I wasn't expecting that. And oh, yeah. Samaj Morgan coming off that 87-yard punt return in Indianapolis. I like Michigan on special teams. They've got the talent. We should feel good about them. Get to some more questions. We'll see how the people are are answering some of these uh, questions. Let's go through. I asked a question about, um, you know, uh, how do I feel? about the game and let's see GMA says he thinks a big factor is the offense keeping Bama off balance. Got to keep the sub package off the field. He thinks Roman Wilson is going to have a big game. I could see that. Richard says Colston Loveland as well. Greg making his prediction saying that Michigan is going to beat Alabama by seven. Greg, that lines up. With my prediction, I have Michigan 27, Alabama 20. So I'm right there with you. I think Michigan does have a great chance to win. Harvey is feeling good about our chances. Um, Andre says the Lions meet the Browns in the Super Bowl. I won't feel bad for the Cats. If it's the Lions and Browns, I think the I think the world will end. 
wow, Alabama's best areas are in the rearview mirror. We will win. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, Nick Saban, I know he's 71 years old. So, you know, you know, you know, so their best days are behind him, maybe when it comes down uh, to that. Hadley's talking about the Big Ten being 3 0 uh, so far with six to go. I have five of us and an 80% chance of winning. Wow. Will we see the orgy package in the Rose Bowl? I think there's a good chance of that. Why not? You know, besides, you know, people already mentioned Roman Wilson and Colston Loveland, and, and you know, we, we know that short yardage, uh, Blake Corm has been fabulous this year and you know, he's pretty good running back, you know. And then uh, I look at, then you, you start getting to some wild cards. I'll put Donovan Edwards out there as a wild card. Feels like one for me. Uh, versatile. Some maybe they'll think that he'll be, you know, going out and they'll be trying to get a mismatch in the in the passing game. I would think that they would try to do that, but also he's a wild card running the ball. You know, he can take it to distance, but a wild card because he's a home run hitter. It's like bringing, um, you know, like uh, a big power hitter off the bench. You know, late in the innings. You know, like like Gibby against uh, Eckersley or something. Uh, you know, you, you're, you're bringing him out there. He's swinging for the fences. I like him as a wild card. I like Samaj Morgan as a wild card as well. I think, you know, Hey, look out on the reverses for Samaj Morgan. I mean, Nick Saban will know that uh, the Alabama defense will know that, but he can also catch the ball as well. So I, mean, I don't know if that's him as a wild card, but then orgy is a wild card especially if they're putting him in there in Alabama, you know, you'll see him like, Oh, RJ, you know, he's running the ball. He's running the ball. And then he throws the ball to me. That would be a wild card. And I like that wrinkle. I like the idea of getting guys going left. You know, we watch all this tape, Jerry Diario who's out in California, Jim Scarcelli, who will join us after the game on Monday. These guys are watching all this film. Like, look at this, look at all this stuff. Look at all the options they have with orgy. Orgy throwing the ball. I think that, you know, as you come down and start talking about it as a wild card, you know, you can see that. And, you know, Freddie Sanch play the game will be fine. Don't get too cute like last year. Well, there's a nice uh, a nice thought there. Too cute because they came down with the Philly special on that first drive and were, were stopped. And I'm going to guarantee that Michigan, if they get inside the five-yard line, they're not going to be going to any Philly spell. They're going to be just running the ball to Corum. You know, you might not, then you'll say, damn it. You know, they're telegraphing what they're going to, I, it doesn't matter. Like they are telegraphing it. I know it. And you know, it. Michigan, when they are in a short yarded situation, they are throw, I'm not throwing, they are running the ball to Blake Corum. Now they did that in the like first six situations against Ohio State. Then they did peel off and throw one to Loveland. So you know, but when you get down towards the goal line, Corum is was so great this year with his nose uh, for the goal line that I, I don't think that they'll be doing anything fancy down there. I think you're going to get a heavy dose of of number two down on the goal line. All right, let's get another question in here. This one um, is um, about Michigan the last two years in the college football playoff. Hey, Michigan was in this position the last two years. Why is this year different? 
Well, two years ago, to answer it quickly, is that I think Michigan was happy to be there. And they took on a Georgia team where you you look at those all those guys that are playing for the Philadelphia Eagles right now, and that was a stacked team. And, you know, so Michigan was in a, it had been so long since they won the Big Ten, and they won the Big Ten Championship, and then they get into the college football playoff. They were happy to be there. Last year, this is a good reminder for anything that goes on. When it comes to football, Michigan should have beat TCU. They did have what you would almost say a buy. They were a heavy favorite against TCU, but it wasn't the Philly special that ultimately cost them. But remember, then they had two pick sixes. Then they had a fumble on the goal line. Then they, with all of that in a three-point game, they're sitting there in a third and seven. Quinton Johnston that's playing for the Los Angeles Chargers now, D.J. Turner had him dead to rights to stop him before the first down, didn't get him on the ground, and he took off for 76 yards. You you give up, you, you have two pick sixes, you're fumbling up, that's how you lose ball games. So we don't even have to say that. But So why is um, why would this year be different? I think, I think it, that experience, you have the players, you have the coaches, you have the experience, and no, you didn't want all those turnovers and everything else, but do I think that that's um, helped McCarthy now where he is at and the rest of this team? I mean, it's um, it's given them that kind of experience where they're in here. Was Alabama? Have they been in the college football? When's the last time they were in a college football playoff? I mean, I know it's like the big stage. Michigan's players have more experience than Alabama when it comes to games like this. Now, not Saban. And the Saban, Saban is a factor. But you know what? Saban's going to be a factor against every single coach that he goes up against. But this is where Harbaugh comes into play. And you're like, Harbaugh's not taking a back seat. Like, I don't feel like that. I know Saban, Saban has all the championships, but. I don't think that Jim Harbaugh is taking much of a backseat, if any, you know, to Nick Saban when it's coming down to uh, in-game coaching, how he's going to get his players prepared, game plan across the board. I feel like, and there's only a handful of coaches in, or teams in the country that can even, even try to say that without other people laughing at him. But there's nobody laughing. Harbaugh can, he can match wits with Nick Saban. So, you know, all of that makes me feel like, you know, this year can be different about that. And, you know, like, I, I know that Michigan was a heavy favorite. Now they're just a slight favorite. And, you know, they're not going to take it for granted. You know, all of those things, little pieces. But I do think that, you know, these guys came back with the idea of, um, and you don't usually want to say that, we're already thinking about national championship or bust, but Blake Corp essentially did say that uh, in the preseason. And this team has been focused on getting to the championship game and winning it, not just winning the Big Ten, which is great, not just beating Ohio State again, which is always something that you you know you love. It not just getting to the college, it's winning it. So I, you know that's what is di different. 
experience to go along with the talent and the coach. And so I think, you know, that's why, that's why uh, this team, I don't, you know, I don't know about a team of destiny, although, you know, you, when, if they win it, you know, you can make a case for that, but I don't know about that sitting here right now, but I do like their chances when it comes down, you know, to that. Let's go. Uh, Vic saying Michigan has grown men on the team. Yeah, a lot of experience. Feel good about that. Freddie is saying he hears a lot of people saying we need to run JJ a lot. How do you feel about that game plan? JJ McCarthy is a reason to feel really good about Michigan's chances. I mean, this is a, a, a quarterback that a lot of NFL teams would want to be under center for their franchise for the next decade or so. He's the real deal. And he is a dual threat quarterback. Now thing is, you know, he got banged up in the Penn state game. You know, one of the biggest plays in the Penn state game early on, you know, the defense got to stop when Penn state drove the field and the, the first touchdown that Michigan ended up scoring against the Nittany lions, it was Donovan Edwards who I think like in a third and nine ended up running like a 20 yard touchdown. And if you go back when Michigan was, uh, you know, still in their own territory, it was a third and 10 when they called a design run for JJ and he picked it up on a third and 10 ran, uh, you know, JJ having the month off and being able to throw and run, that's his game. So, you know, with people saying we need to run J.J., you know, J.J. needs to be what when J.J. is at his best. And J.J. has been at his best in the big games. Now you can go back to last year's college football playoff of the pick sixes. We've just gone over that. Right. right. That doesn't mean that he's going to throw pick sixes here. But he's got the ability to make people miss. He's, uh, you know, if I would guess he's got, you know, you know, they talked about maybe him having sub four or five speed, but he's fast. He's fast. He's elusive. And, you know, I think a lot is being made of Milrow, like, oh, Milrow can run it and he can throw it. Well, so can McCarthy. And I'll take J.J. McCarthy if given the choice. As much as everybody's talking about Milrow, they should be talking as much about McCarthy. You know, I I can't, uh, you know, set the narratives and, you know, everybody, ooh, Milrow. McCarthy, a month off. I actually think if we're listing out all of the things that are going to go on in this game and what's going to come, what it's going to come down to, I think the number one factor in this game is that J.J. McCarthy has had a month off after being nicked up late in the season. The number one factor in this game. Number nine, a month off. And now, yeah, Freddie, with his ability to not only throw the ball, but to actually run it as well. I mean, obvious or not, I don't hear when I when I hear the experts talking about this game after they get done with all the hardball, you know, and everything else, you know, like, oh, Milrow. 
I don't hear a lot of people talking about McCarthy being able to do it with both. And so Michigan fans talking about JJ running it, they're smart. They know that. You know that. Let's see what Rico has to say. We'll see how y'all's biggest competition and the only decent teams y'all played do against the SEC today and tomorrow, LOL. Hey, you know, Rico, we'll see how y'all do on Monday. I feel pretty good about it. It ain't like y'all went out there and, you know, stomped everybody and you're rolling in here. And I don't know how y'all, but uh, Vegas has y'all as the underdog. I don't think it matters how y'all do against uh, the other Big Ten teams or anything else today. What matters is Monday. Get out of here with that, Rico. Trash. You take that bot that has uh, put some uh, Southern language in there, acting like a Bama fan, and get on back to um, Southern Alaska. Or, I'm sorry, Southern Russia. Whatever. Y'all. Let's get to some more questions. Here's one that people were asking about uh, earlier. Oh, Jim Harbaugh, he's going to the NFL. What about JJ? He's going to the NFL. What about the portal? Hey, look. Harbaugh, I remember after the 2020 season, uh, he was getting pressed on. Well, why didn't you sign anything? You know, let it play out and everything else. He said, look, I'll paraphrase him. Judge me on my actions. Well, then, the, you know, the next year he was off to Minnesota, and then he said he wasn't going to do anything again. He was done, and then he was interviewing twice last year. So I will judge him on his actions. Uh, he likes he, – he might be trying to just get any NFL job, but he might be out of here. I mean, that's it kind of looks like that. I certainly think that he uh, wants to entertain – the speculation or he likes the speculation and likes all of it and get in there. Uh, he likes it. And as far as it, you know, working against, maybe it does work against Michigan and recruits and a transfer portal and everything else, but he doesn't think so. He likes it enough. The attention on himself that he continues to do it. Old January Jim. Now look, it sounds like I'm being real critical and, and mocking him. And I think I am a little bit. But he's also continued to win, and I know that the best thing for Michigan football is is what I care about. The best thing for Michigan football is to get him signed up and that he comes back to Michigan and ends his career here. Whether it be five more years, ten more years, whatever it would be, that would be best. But is there a chance that he's going to go to the NFL? There is. Is there a ch- But I don't think it's been decided yet. I don't think that he's sitting around like, tell the Chargers that this is what I want. I think that they can you tell them whatever you want, and after the season's over, we'll get to it. But I think he's concentrating on on Alabama. I don't think he's sitting around, you know, thinking about uh, sweeteners and any kind of uh, are the Bears going to make. I don't think he's doing any of that. I feel very confident in that. So it hasn't been decided yet. I get the speculation. I'm part of it as well. I'm talking about it right now. But I don't think his mind is made up right now. And McCarthy, you know, he said, man, he thinks he's NFL ready now. Like, I think that J.J. McCarthy would probably be a first-round pick this year, which, you know, a lot of guys would go. But I don't think it's 100%. 
And I don't even know if it's 50%. But, you know, when you're, when you play like McCarthy does, if he has a really good game, which all of you want him to do, besides that uh, hillbilly that got in here, the, if he doesn't play well, is that going to knock his stock down just a little bit? Like, you know, maybe he's in a, a top 10 to 15 pick right now, and it doesn't matter. And, you know, he's, but, you know, which could happen. But I don't think he's, he doesn't have to make that decision right now. And if I bet, if I had to bet on it, I don't think that he's 100% made his decision. That's my thoughts on it. And how the transfer portal is going to play out and how the NIL, how Michigan's team is going to be shaped, who they're going to be ran. A lot of it's going to have to do with McCarthy and Harbaugh. And they haven't made their decisions. A lot of it is going to depend on what happens on Monday and after. So, yeah, we're talking about it all, but because we're just all sitting around, we got time to kill before they kick off on Monday. But Monday is going to matter with these things. How big? You know, we can all sit around and talk about all that and everything else. So that's how I sit with it. You know, people and I play the for instance game as much as anybody else, but everybody's like, would you rather have no this is what you would this is what you would rather have in the would you rather questions. You would rather have Michigan a win on Monday, and then you would rather have Michigan win on January the eighth and win a national championship with anything else that goes along with it. That's what you want. So any of the other focus, we'll talk about everything else. Beat Alabama and then beat either Texas or Washington and win the national championship. And then, you know, I'll be, um, you know, gnashing my teeth and, you know, about it all uh, as well. But don't let's let's not lose focus on the most important thing by a million miles. And that's beating Alabama and winning the next game. That's what's the important part. Not about when anybody from a rival uh, website or, or some guy doesn't have all of his teeth down in Alabama getting on here and trying to uh, rival. None of that stuff matters. It's about winning on Monday. That's what matters. Come on. We all know that. So do I have all the questions in there? Oh, yeah, that's it. Portal. That's where we were. So that's where I am. That's how I'm thinking about it. I have made the prediction of Michigan 27 and Alabama 20. That's it. I'll take some feedback. We really need to stop the long ball early. It's going to be a close game. We become the favorite. If they hit long passes early, we're in trouble. Well, I would like to, for Michigan to get off to a fast start. I would not like to give up deep passes like you're talking about here. But here's the thing. I mean, like, you know, hang in there. Like, it's a championship game. Like, don't don't freak out too much, Jason. I remember going back and covering the Tigers in 2006, and it was, you know, getting, like, to be August, and, you know, there's – big series with the White Sox coming in and, and 
you know, the Tigers, they're only going to play him, you know, one more time. And it's going to be in Chicago. So everything's on the line, you know, down there for the game. Uh, Jim Leland's over there. Like, Jim, you know, how big of a series, you know, is this with the white, you know, he looks like, it's not that big of a series. You know, what? I'm, I can't put everything, you know, that, but he explained it by saying, look, you can't put everything into the series because, you know, what if they lose? What are they going to tell them now? So it's just like, you know, Jason, like, sure, you don't want to give up long passes, but what if you do? You know, don't, you know, you might, you might give up some big plays. Don't just go, oh, it's over. Anything else? Hang in there. Of course, you don't want to see turnovers and long passes to the other team or trailing. I don't see anything. I don't know. Like, here I am telling everybody, hey, keep up, you know, positive mindset. <laughs> and, and, you know, I know people are going to be freaking out. I normally, you know, I, I'll be standing probably. I stand a lot during the games. So, I don't know. It's crazy. That kind of stuff. But, I mean, I hear you. Harvey taking a shot at the guy that was in here. Let's go. Here's Hadley. He's got some, uh, there's talk that if Harbaugh left and Michigan asked Brian Kelly to take the job, he would. I'd rather play in traffic than having him as our coach. What do you say? Uh, I say that there is uh, zero chance that Brian Kelly will coach at Michigan, Hadley. That's not happening. Uh I think that there, if uh, Harbaugh goes to the pros, I think Michigan should, and I think they will. Certainly, if you were somebody that uh, you wanted to rile people up a little bit, you could say there should be a national search, and I get that kind of talk, but I think that if I was making the hire and Harbaugh left, I would go with Sharon Moore as the head coach. And... That's how I would go about it. He would be my he would be my pick. I'd go with uh, Sharon Morris, the next coach at Michigan. Like, and I hope he's not the next head coach at Michigan. I hope it's going to be Jim Harbaugh and he comes back. But uh, that's my answer right now. Uh, you don't have to like that. You could want to, you know, put an interim tag on him. You could want to do a national search, look for somebody like Brian Kelly or somebody else, whoever. There's a lot of people that like. Um, you know, the coach out there at Washington, DeBoer, throw a big bag at him, you know, like, sure, all those things are going to be said, but uh, I'll go with, I'll go with Sharon Moore. I like him if, um, if Harbaugh goes to the pros. That's how I see it. So, so that's it. That is it. I don't know. I got a, Michigan basketball game tonight. Bowl games. I picked Kentucky. Oh, look at this. <coughs> I'm gonna make it sound like I I put like the uh the house and boat on Kentucky. I put very little, but I did put something on the Wildcats outright. And here I am with a five point lead in this game. We'll see how I do. Uh enjoy the bowl games. Now there's some interesting ones. I enjoyed Arizona's victory 
late last night. I was done after watching the Pistons lose in overtime to Boston. Those games are crazy now, watching the Pistons here the last couple games. And, you know, all these bowl games, Lions playing the Cowboys tomorrow night. We got a uh, New Year's Eve with uh, Week 17 in the NFL. And then we have Monday. Happy New Year to everyone. I will talk with you on the other side after the game. Let me amend that. Talk with you on this very feed tonight after the Michigan basketball game, McNeese State, a little bit after 9 o'clock. And then I will talk with you after the game. New Year's Eve. Next year. What are we talking about? Around 8, 8.30? Excuse me. Maybe Michigan can just run the ball a bunch after they get a big uh, cushion, but... 27-20, I'm talking about Michigan going on to a, uh, a championship on January the 8th in Houston, Texas at NRG Stadium, which holds over 70,000. Thanks for watching. Talk with you later tonight after the basketball game or after Michigan-Alabama on Monday. So long, everybody.